0: Welcome to Lyra and Friends Podcast. Today, I am here with a friend. He's an activist, a co-founder, and led CEO of ASO, which stands for African Student Organization. His name is Osman Baraka. Hi.
1: Thank you so much for having me here.
0: Yes, I am so excited for this because we actually, we know each other for a while now, and I have been following you and the things that you do. Uh, for a few years now. So I would like you to explain a little bit, what is ASO?
1: Well, first of all, thank you for this opportunity. I'm also so happy, you know, to be uh, uh, talking with you here. Um, ASO is as African Eastern Organization in Israel. Um, When I came to my academic year, um, you know, I I found a lot of challenges and I'm saying to myself, I don't want like a person who will come behind me will also found the same challenges. So uh, three of my other friends, they joined me and we uh, uh, created this uh, uh, group for a student, African student uh, in Israel. And uh, we, um, we founder uh, we founders, uh, of the African Student Organization in Israel. African Student Organization is helping you know, a student, African who is studying in academic area in Israel giving like uh, living expenses uh, for the student and also uh, tuition fee um, giving in different uh, colleges or universities in Israel. And uh, that is the like, main uh, thing we are doing in an organization. We are like raising money, uh, collecting money from all around the world and giving stipend uh, and living expenses to our students. So that's what we're doing. And the second also point, what we're doing in an organization is that also we understood that organization not all they will focus in academic area because not everyone else is uh, uh, available or able to come to academic area so we also giving like uh, other options to study um, um, some courses or uh, uh, vocational training so that's also we you know giving opportunities to our community especially in asylum secret community in israel or refugees so that's what we're doing
0: sounds amazing. So you're supporting asylum seekers that are from Africa that want to get academic degree or um, just courses to get an education, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. First of all, we want to, you know, our our people from African asylum seeker community will take a little bit of knowledge and one day they have to go back. You know, in my organization, we like eight African countries different African countries so and we have one our common is that organization and that organization helping us to how we can study how we can become educated and one day we will be back in with our knowledge and how we can involve our Africa okay and also be ambassadors for tomorrow okay how to you know uh collaborate between countries or between Organizations between um, uh, between embassies, even you know. So that's our goal, and we're trying to do our best. Our students will get the uh, uh, right knowledge, and also will be right ambassadors.
0: I love this idea. So, what what it, what is behind like why African asylum seekers?
1: Well, why we start the uh, African asylum seekers community, especially uh, because um, you know. Uh, African uh, community in Israel, especially asylum secret community, they have a lot of challenges. And even, you know, there's like more than a thousand of people and there's no opportunity to them to, you know, getting like, you know, going to university, nobody going to help and no organization that's helping the uh, asylum secret community go to academic area. So we created our organization. That's all the one organization in Israel that's helping Second community go to the academic area. So we, we decided to do that. We understood that in advance, we came to Israel not to live forever. One day we want to go to back to our country and we don't want, you know, to be back to our country without Nazi. So we need that, you know, for right now, we can go a lot of our African countries. We have dictatorship. Uh, government and it is a lot of war, civil war. And, you know, that's crazy. What's going on in Africa, especially in Sudan or or whatever. So we're trying to, you know, encourage uh, this community will become educated. So when the community is educated, we have knowledge to how to stop, you know, war in our countries without violence, okay? Without killing people or without killing each other. So that's important to me especially, how we can lead our, our community where we are, and one day we will be back with good leadership and good government and so we can help our country build again, will be better. So that's why specifically we, we start with this group. And also, as a reason that, you know, they are not getting any help from this country, from Israel, for example. So Israel government not helping the second community go to the academic area. You know, other side, who came to from uh, from Africa to Israel as a minor, like me, when I arrived to Israel, I was fourteen. So I got, I had lucky, and I went to a um, uh, Israeli boarding school. So I finished my high school in Israel. And who don't came to you know as a minor, that's very difficult. You can't get any opportunity for school, and even like basic language, how to communicate with the people. So that's also. This country get, doesn't get them. So that's very difficult. That's why, also, we in African Union organization, how we can help our community to study that basic language. Okay, even Hebrew or other languages, they can have some communication with the people in their work or on the street. So that's also our goal, how we can, because we understood that so language is the power. Okay, as the people say that knowledge is the power, right? So language is very uh, powerful to know. So that's why we serve from this uh, community especially.
0: I love that because I feel that my next question would be what inspired you, but then you say that you went through this, you you came to Israel as an asylum seeker and you actually were privileged to grow up here and uh, actually get to know the language, but it's not the same for every asylum seeker coming to Israel. And I love that you took your own experience and um, just decided to make things better. And uh, for me, it's like super inspiring. But I wanted to ask you, who are, you You kept saying, we, who is a part of your organization? Who else works for you?
1: In my organization, we have 45 uh, students, okay? Even alumni and uh, uh, current students, okay, including everyone. So we are, uh, as I said, that from different countries, diversity we have, or eight African countries different. So, and different cultures, different languages, you know, that's amazing what's going on in my organization. I love that. They are also like me, also African, as they asylum seekers or refugees. Some of them, uh, uh, they came to Israel as a minors, and some of them, they came as others. And some of them, they also there with their, their families here. In one word, I can say that, you know, we are really like all different uh, uh, countries, but we are Africans as one West African uh, and also from Central Africa, you know, all around uh, Africa, you know.
0: So tell me a little bit about how you guys came up with this idea and just how it started to actually work and become the ASO.
1: Well. As I told you, you know, my first year in my BA at IDC, you know, and I came there, I had lucky that also I, I, I accepted at IDC, you know, um, most of my, my friends there, you know, from rich families and, you know, um, and I'm a refugee, you know, and going to study with them, uh, especially, you know, that's the first university and private university in Israel. And I stepped there and I said to myself, okay, thank God I stepped here. So, um, you know, I got the scholarship. Without the scholarship, I can't even to be there. And I found, you know, I, my language was, I studied in Hebrew, And uh, I kept to the language that, you know, from, from high school. Okay. So I came to the academic area. So that's, academia also has, you know, their own language, like academic language. And uh, that was a lot of challenges I, I found it. And I said to myself, I'm really, you know, a person that's optimistic and, you know, um, I really love to study a lot, you know, n- never gave up even, I found a lot of uh, difficulties. And suddenly I realized that, oh, I will do that, but how about the person who will come behind me, you know? So also we found the same challenges, the same difficulties. One day, me and my two friends, we had uh, dinner together. And uh, we just, you know, I, I, we just talk about it. And we said, okay, which organization there in Tel Aviv, especially in South Tel Aviv, we have a lot of NGOs, and they are helping our community. So which organization is helping people from our community how to get to academic area? And nobody, and no organization helping in that area. And I said, okay, guys, so we can do. We can build our own organization. That will be Africa to African, okay? Africa to African, okay? That means, okay, we will help each other inside, okay, inside our community. When we will build our body inside the community and we can be more strong to go outside if we need any help from any university or from any NGOs, so we can also even from government. Uh, when we will be together and we'll come one word together, so one comment, so that will be easy for us to use our community or talk about our community and how we can also give awareness to our community. So that's why after our dinner, we said, me and my two friends, we said, okay, each one of us will write what he thinks, what his ideas, okay, what he's looking for, how we can do that body together, how we can build that Uh, after one day. So we meet again and then, you know, we just uh, figured out with the idea. That's what principle was question. Okay. Question was uh, how, why like no angels helping um, African uh, refugees in Israel get to academic area. So from that question, we, we did, you know, idea. We got the idea and from there, we just run away. Uh, We just continue. We say, okay, we can try to find, uh, we can map, uh, we can go to different universities to see, even we will find also another African who is studying, we don't know. So we found some also students from Bangalore University and also from every university, we found some students. And we said, okay, guys, let's go. So this is our deal. We have to uh, build this group and build this organization. So until the, uh, we worked one year uh, after that, you know, 2017, uh, we, you know, we register. We are us as a mutin, legal mutin, um that's, you know, helping, you know, uh, especially students. So that was the goal. And then they prove it, uh, we prove it exactly as organization. And from there, you know, they give that everything. We found also some uh, accountant that, you know, he also was a good person. He's my friend. He began to say, okay, I will take, guys, your, your case as pro bono. And, you know, I found also my another friend, he took, you know, our case as a lawyer, as pro bono, you know, that's amazing. You know, when you have the communication with the connection with the people around you, so they would help, but you have to ask them. Okay. If you don't ask, you don't get it. So I asked a lot and then, I, you know, I, I, I found that help. So it's still they helping me. So that's how we initiate this organization.
0: This is great. This is great. Like how from dinner, from, uh, People sharing with each other the difficulties of actually being who you are in an academic world. You know, I also went to the Hebrew University, and I know that um, many people are privileged to go to that university, and it's not the same for everybody. If you come from a socio-economical background that you cannot afford high education, and you as asylum seeker and as refugees, I'm sure that you don't really have that support. So I love that you guys bring in each other and just support each other. I just love how you guys did it from the inside, for the outside, you know, and my question really was, uh, who helped you? How did you find help? So you said that you, first of all, started by asking, who is interested in your case, who would like to support you? And I love that that you need to think, okay, I have my idea. But then I need to think, who is my idea interesting for who will Contribute. Who would like to be a part of my idea, and who would like to facilitate the idea that I have? So I really, really like that. My next question would be: uh, How did you find your your people? How did you find your community?
1: Uh, first of all, what we did, is, you know, especially what I did, that after I found my uh, my two my friends, so they they really supporting my idea, and uh, we found also one another a uh, guy who's also African who's studying uh, in uh, Tel Aviv University. So we became, you know, three. So, um, and, and what I said that, okay, how we can come to, you know, other African communities in Israel, okay, from West Africa, from Central Africa, okay, or from African countries. What we did that, you know, the person we met him, he was a, 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 a leader, community leader. We sent him the message. And he took the message and he sent the message to in his community. OK, so and, and from that way, uh, we also came to another leadership, uh, community leaders. And from there, we, uh, we sent it, you know, our message to each community and they got to know us and who is really interesting and they can reach us out. So we 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 just we just sent them also WhatsApp message and also Facebook post and also we sent it also music, like basically in community centers. That's way how we can to uh, our our uh, African community leaders.
0: So you reached out to other people from your community and community leaders that might be interested to take part of your program.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, came to our community leaders. And from their, from their way, we came to also our, our other um, students who are studying today.
0: You said before, don't be afraid to ask for help. Yes. So you would say that one of the things that during, this is something that you learn during your experience, that you have your community supporting you. People are interested in what you're doing, but then you also need to ask for help, ask for people to support from the outside.
1: Yeah, that's right. So on my experience, you know, um, anything you don't know, you have to ask them. If you don't ask it, you can't get it. So I came to academia and in academia that, you know, I found a lot of people, as I'm saying to all my friends in academia, they are from rich families. And for me, it is so, so difficult to be with them. I came to class and I'm sitting behind Okay, inside the class, I'm only African. So I say to myself, okay, I'm not going to talk. I'm not going to ask you, I will be quiet. So first week, that's what I did. And the second week I say to myself, no way, I'm going to ask you. And I don't want to stand behind. I have to go to say the next print of the, uh, the, the, the teachers to ask them, okay, to write and everything, what they saying. And I don't have. To, I, uh, if I don't understand, I have to ask them. My first uh, first week was that you know I'm trying to uh, clarify and found you know like person who is a smarter one in the class and to be close to him, okay, or to her even, okay. So I found you know one guy, you know he's amazing, and so he was also head of the student union at IDC, and he became my best friend, and he's a smarter one in the in the class. And I'd be close to him. And that's the way, and he helped me, you know, you know to study, you know, my difficulties. And he helped me, you know, and in the break time, go to sit with him for coffee. And sometimes he buying for me to coffee. And he became a good friend. And from there, I'm trying to also explain him my story. And I'm telling them before he asked me. So, and that's why I became very close to him. And that uh, from his way, uh, to him, I found also another friend. And we became, you know, a good friend. And that really helped me and he said okay we have in israel that sentence he said if you don't ask you don't get it in my class i became number one i'm asking any sentences the teacher say i don't understand i stab him I and people they say oh my god what happened to you this guy and and teachers sometimes some teachers they said okay he asking the question not only for himself he asking that's question for other students too, because they are shy, because they don't have, or they are afraid, or they don't know how to ask the questions. So and some teachers they really appreciate what I ask the questions. Even that's too much questions. Yeah, so that's what uh what my first semester, what I did. So from there, I also teach, you know, my students in my organization. And I say to guys, listen, you're going to the academic area. You don't know with who you are going to stay. And you don't know what the challenges you will find. So you have to be open mind. You have to think out of the box. You have to ask. You have to share your story to people. You have to talk it. You have to build your self-confidence. You know how to convince the people. You have to be also a patient person. Okay? So you have to be also like social person. If you your break time, you bring your food from home and you see your all your around your class, they're going to buy this restaurant, fine, go with them and that's really I believe that helped them a lot.
0: So you're saying don't sit in the back, go to the front, ask questions, talk, let people know who you are, share your story, be loud, be loud in a way that people know who you are, know your struggles, and you will find friends and you will find support. And you will find that not only you're speaking for yourself, but you're only also speaking for other people. Sometimes we are strong enough to talk for ourselves, but sometimes we also have our community in the back, uh, and we want to push it. We want to push ourselves and our community and the people that are like us. Um, you said that uh, you became an amuta, which in Hebrew the best translation would be like a nonprofit. Uh, walk me through after you became a nonprofit and you had the people supporting you from your own community. What else did you do to get the support from outside of the community?
1: Well. Um, first of all, what uh, uh, I found help from outside the community is that you know from my school, uh, I'm trying to share you know the, about my organization to um, to president of the school, and uh, you know and the people who is working with him, or even my teachers, and my also my uh, my class. I'm telling them you know I give them my first uh, 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 I start you know giving lecture to my story to my class. Okay. And from there, I also, the same day, I shared also about the organization. So I, I just give them uh, presentations about my organization, about my idea. And from the, my presentations, you know, some people, they join with me, okay? Or some people, they, they just connect me to some people who's relevant or who's interesting to that topic. So that's how I started. And my second semester, my first year my, in my BA, in second semester, I, that's why I found also, you know, um, my, uh, my uh, donor. So who has helped me, you know, all pull my tuition fee, um, uh, BA and also uh, MAE. So that's he person I, he's supporting at IDC. And uh, that's where I found him. And through him, I found also like other donors. Just you know, I went to US and I found also different communities in US, uh, Jewish communities and also African communities. Uh, or even and uh, different NGOs, I found them there, and they also support me, uh, to my organization. So that's one way uh, I found also like outsiders uh, support. And um, in, in Israel, I you know I went to like different universities, and I convinced them how they can accept also people uh, people from my community, from silent secret community, and they said the the most challenge was that you know they don't have like status legal status in Israel and so that was very difficult and they said okay we can accept the people who don't have a, um, a temporary resident or, or, uh, or ID so that was very challenging but I wrote one, uh, one page uh, explaining that why they can able to study in Tel Aviv University or every university or any different, uh, different colleges or university in Israel. So that's really helped me. And I was, you know, trying, keep trying to talk with presidents uh, of different universities or colleges and got to even meet them physically and talk about the, uh, about the organization and talk about our student, our community, okay? Our goal, our dream. So from there, people really, uh, uh, encourage us okay and even some for some uh some university i i went example in Ilan university i went you know in Ilan university that's like the the, the first religious school we have in israel and they said guys we can accept any african silent secret community in our academy and i said guys you will go and accept african silent secret community in your school and i said that you know and then it's a fact and this work Okay. Yeah. So I came to even you know talking with uh, some some teachers. He's a uh, Israeli religion, and I came to talk with his, him with him in, in by the way that religion believe. Okay, the religion people believe because I studied also religion school. So I gave some words in by Bible, and he said, "Wow." So I can't judge the person. That's a sentence. Is what he said. I can't judge the person as what I see him from outside. I have to see also from inside, who is this guy? And I said exactly what he said. You can't you can judge the person without knowing him from inside, okay? It's not enough information from outside what you see and you will say, oh, he can understand me or he can accept it in University or he's from Africa, okay? So what? You have to know him, okay? So he's also a human being, he's also like you. So that's where I convinced the people and the people in the end understand all their story. And today they accept it. different universities and that's amazing. So today we have more than five or six uh, universities. Our students are studying, Tel Aviv University, every university, people oh, oh, today we have also a hyper university and Bangrion University, wow, that's almost uh, eight, uh, um, um institutions uh like you know academic, so uh, they are really are good places so we're getting scholarship even a little bit of scholarship and the rest uh uh NGO, our ngo will you know our muta will uh will will pay so that's uh that's what we're doing and that's why we found also our outsiders supporters
0: I love how uh from starting with this idea and just talking to other people you brought all the is the major Israeli universities to take a part of this and give you this opportunity. And I think it's great. I think that you really uh, spoke out to something, to, to a need of your community. And to really see that happen is absolutely amazing. What have you learned from your experience?
1: Well, I, I, I learned a lot of questions. Uh, a, a lot of questions, I'm saying. A lot of important things in uh, to life or, you know, um, as a human being, you know, Israel, um, um, society is not easy society. It's very challenging society, difficult. And there's a lot of racism and, you know, um, you know, our community uh, getting uh, treatment from different um, uh, other communities in Israel, and unfortunately, and you know, uh, their treatment is so so sad and bad, you know, and their living condition is so bad, and um, and where they they they're working, you know, all my communities where they're working in, you know, that that work that Israeli don't want to work, okay, if that's cleaning ditches or cleaning a street, and I say to myself, okay, I have to do something. So that's the important thing, what I studied from that area that, you know, one person can bring change for the society, or for the country, okay, for the world today. So how I, personally I'm um, Usmeen, how I can change the reality for my community and how I can give awareness to Israeli community or Israeli society to understand also side of my community. What's their difficulties? what their rights? They're also a human being. So from there, I start to speaking like in public. I'm in the radio stations, TV stations, okay, um, uh, uh, newspapers write, you know, I've got to like give lectures in different areas. Um, or to go to just to in different restaurant to sit and talk, okay, to communicate, tell the people these stories, different stories, and and also like you know uh, going to uh, also build, I built also um, uh, old pan that's we call that's a, like a school for every study, so I built that in South Tel Aviv, how I can bring change, so and I did that, so. In my in my station where they are studying, uh, they study, you know, uh, I I have 150 students, and they have two groups, and one group that's know how to write and reading and speaking. And that's helping also other communities. And the side that, you know, if you don't give awareness, nobody knows you. So that's very important. And other thing that's why I said it. I found not nice person. I'm going to be a nice person. And I went meet them physically. I met them in Kenneset and also met them in South Tel Aviv. And I said, "Thank you so much for your behavior. Okay, Thank you for coming to visit South Tel Aviv area. Amazing what you're doing. But you have to understand, and you have to ask yourself before you saying what you want to say. Not even, you know, I'm not angry or whatever. OK? because this is their, their their country their you know society and everything fine we all can okay so but they have to understand what's the reason people came to Israel okay they have to check their cases but they're not taking nothing and they come to say bad things so that's why I became really like good patient okay my ideological where I studied from my Yamin or so from that ideological really helped me to how to build my personal uh experience in the good way in positive way uh uh, how to stop the balance and how to you know speaking nicely encourage the people in nice way to do something so that's kind of things. a lot of things like what i said
0: okay so you were mentioning something that happened a few years ago Uh, But we in Israel, there is the the Israelis, you know, we already have like so much going on with us. Asylum seekers and refugees is a topic that was in front page a few years ago, because what happens is there is a lot of uh, asylum seekers and refugees that live in South Tel Aviv. And it's the, 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 the way that it is today is that it's not organized. You as asylum seeker, you just go to that part of the town and that's it. And people were in the streets and saying, like, we don't want those people here and all that. And the thing is that I, the, as far as I understand it, there is no actual policy like the state the state. The Israeli state doesn't have a policy for asylum seekers today and for refugee seekers today. And when people were going out in the street and some of them were racist and hateful, but some of them were also worried about the future of the city. And I think that this brought up an opportunity to talk about asylum seekers, to talk about refugees, because the history of the Israeli people, the Jewish Israeli people, is many of us were asylum seekers. Many of us were, uh, were you know, refugees. A lot of people came from uh, Europe after the Holocaust, after being persecuted. And I think that when we look at asylum seekers today and refugees, in some way we can look at this and say, this was us. This was us before the state of Israel. So I think that um, this was an opportunity for society, for Israeli society to ask questions about who we are and what we are and how we want our future to look like. And I'm so proud that there is somebody like you that is willing to understand where we come from, but also share where you come from, you know, and what's uh, what's your situation? And I really, really appreciate that. I think that this is an experience that it's not it's not an easy experience, right? But I think that you took this opportunity to really, like you said, to ask yourself, where do you fit in, and what is the best thing you can do for yourself and for your community?
1: Yeah 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 I'm totally understand what they're saying, and also that's exactly i I am standing you know both sides okay Israeli side and also saying like side so I'm personally you know I became you know um first of this society you know my uh my life most of my life here in Israel and became part of this society you know I have my best friend, the Israelis, and I love this country to be here you know um um, that's why also I went to, you know, did a one and a half voluntary service. Um, that's what I did in the, uh, um, helping, you know, the other kids to how to grow in a good way, positive way, educational way. So that's what I did, one and a half after that I came to an academic area. So, Israel society is not easy society. And it's, it's I, I understand it, okay? Yeah, I understand it. And this is a reality. And we have to find every morning we have to find a different way how we can deal with our reality. I'm doing my best, you know, how to, you know, communicate, you know, between, between silent community to and between Israeli society, okay? And giving awareness in, diff, um, in different ways and in also positive ways, as I'm saying, you know, and first of all, the welcoming us, you know, to being in this country, that's just unbelievable opportunity. You know, that's also a democratic country. We really, our community, really happy. And sometimes they're doing demonstrations and they're going to Knesset and they're going to court. The people are going to talk. They have their move. That's amazing. And where we come from, you can't do those things. We, that's, we really appreciate it. And as you mentioned there that Israeli government, there's no clear policy for asylum secret community. That's why. And also why most of the asylum secrets here in South Aviv, a lot of people they don't understand, but the reason coming from the top to down, okay? The government, in, in, interior minister, they they giving visas. The visas does not allow you to go to in different areas. You go to all the South Tel Aviv, okay? So that's unfortunately, you know, make the people in the same place. And also South Tel Aviv neighborhoods, that's, you know, the, the, the poor uh, uh, neighborhoods and poor families, and you will bring more the poor person on that person who is already poor. So that's was very, very challenging, okay? So that's, uh, that's so sad what's going on in South Lavi, but today a little, the things improving, you know, slowly, slowly, okay? And I hope that, you know, one day Israeli government will understand and check the cases, you know, if they are waiting, thousands of cases, uh, asylum cases in in the interior minister. One day the government will clear policy, make it, and change the policy but unfortunately today we don't have any even clear government
0: yes <laughs> we just went to our fourth election in Israel we were trying to figure out the government right now uh, but I completely agree with you I really hope that uh, this will change I hope that we will have a clear policy so uh, we stop what is going on now which is just bringing poverty to poverty and um, yeah. Really, there's it's like a circle of no going out and no, you know. There's and I love how even though you saw that you, you came from there and you still found a way to, to help your community. Uh, after sharing all of this, um, how can someone support you and your organization?
1: Uh, we have our side even today. You know, I just I finish uh, my uh, my role and I give it to someone else who we have new CEO, um, I just finished my role. Um, I'm now looking at my next challenge. That's what I'm doing. Um, you know, I'm giving even awareness more about my community, um, you know, giving lectures or giving tours in South Slavi, you know, and explaining more about the situation. Um, so that's what I, I'm doing. Um, so as I've said, we have our site, African Student Organization in Israel, you will find us. And yeah, you know, most of the uh, angels uh, who is helping the asylum Secret community in Israel, they know me. And Also through them, you can also reach me out. And, and even you can write on, uh, on Google that you will find me. If you write Usma'in Baraka, you will find me. Uh, also in Hebrew, in English, you will find me. Even in Arabic or even in Spanish, you will find me. We're wrapping this
0: up. Uh, Thank you so much for sharing all of this with me, Um, I hope our listeners enjoyed and learned a few things from your experience and honestly I think that we should stop judging people by the way they look and not even like knowing their stories and their challenges and I think that we all have to gain when we look to see how we can make a better future together. And I think that by conversation, like talking to each other and hearing each other's stories, that's the best way. So I think um, my last question is uh, if you would like to add something, if there is something that we didn't touch that you would like to say or add.
1: I will just say to kind of uh, explaining my dream is that how to build culture bridge between Africa and Israel. So that's my dream and I will do, achieve my dream. And I will get your help, each one of you guys will give me one tool and I can build this culture birth. So that's, I will say, and people will know that, you know, my story is not really uh, representing my community because my story is a successful story. Okay. And also I'm a lucky person, I, will, I can say, okay, a lot of silence, thousands of silence in community, you know, they didn't get what I got. Okay so and that's why I'm saying my story is not really representing uh, my community and I hope that um, you know we will find also my community will find different opportunities also they will achieve their, their dreams so yeah and I'm saying will say that thank you so much for giving me this opportunity to, and sharing my experience and to you and to everyone else and um, and we share we have to share our our ideas and our you know we have to consult them or we have to you know uh, sharing our uh, experience and that will help us how we can make our better uh better uh countries or better uh, societies or better our uh, life so I, I i do believe that and and that's an amazing idea uh, That what what you doing your uh, your program
0: yeah i think that the uh, lyra and friends podcast really comes to Build those bridges, you know, build the community bridges between my friends and I. Um, You're so inspiring. So thank you so much for sharing your story. Yeah,
1: of course. Thank you so much for having me.